previously on Uncharted Territory. It was a story that couldn't be found in any historical records, but I knew it was real. I saw it as if I was there myself. A lifetime of events summarized in just a few seconds before my very eye. Mimic, did you see any of that? Those visions? That hero? I asked. Mimic turned its body from side to side to tell me no. It was time to head back. I didn't want Guy to worry about me, and... uh, I just felt strange after that experience with the hero. This is episode 15, Playful Moments with Guide. Listener discretion is advised. This episode contains explicit language and descriptions of sexual scenes. It might not be suitable for all listeners. I'm back, I said, opening the door to the house, only to find Guide standing by the extra interior door. She was probably opening and closing it some more. Old habits really did die hard. Welcome back, Guide said. Did you get what you needed for the bed? Yeah, and some other things, but I'll tell you about those in a bit, I answered. Guide immediately narrowed her eyes at me in response to that. I thought you were only getting enough for the bed and then coming back to rest. Well, I figured it would be a waste if I went all the way out there just for that. With what happened, I promised that it was worth it. Guide sighed and shrugged. (sighs) If you say it was worth it, I'll believe you. She looked at my shoulder and thigh next. Good, it looks like you're all better already. My muscles are still sore, but that's it. Anyways, just let me toss this iron into the furnace and then I'll tell you about what happened. Why do you need iron for a bed? because I need to smelt them into iron bars, and then I need to use those iron bars to make chains and a saw, and then I can combine those with wood to make a sawmill, and then I can use that to make the bed. Oh, I also need the sawmill to make a loom using some wood, and then that will let me turn the silk from spiders into the fabric kind of silk, which I also need for the bed. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Thanks to the power of clicking a button and instantly combining things into existence, it won't be. Just need to wait for the iron to smelt. Then, wait, I only got enough silk for one bed. Guide tilted her head. Is that a problem? Well, there are two of us. And? Looking at her expression, she looked genuinely confused. Not like she was trying to be smooth or flirty or anything. Either she really didn't understand what sort of reasons adults usually shared a bed for, or she did understand and just didn't see a problem. Or do you not want to share a bed with me? Guide asked, switching over to her teasing tone. It was the latter. She understood. She definitely understood. And so, the bed was crafted. The new sawmill and loom were both placed outside, since we were running out of space inside, so expanding the house was something that I needed to do. But for the time being, I placed the bed down in the extra room, since I didn't want to have to move around it whenever walking into the main room. Nobody else arrived to move into the spare room yet anyways, so it was fine to use. Now, thankfully... 
Despite not really calling for any materials that would have been used in making a mattress or pillows, we had a bed that had everything included. A frame, mattress, pillows, blankets, everything. It was only the size of a full, which was smaller than what I was used to for me alone, but it was a bed. A bed that I made. Never before had I slept on a bed that I personally made, and I couldn't wait to try it out. So, with me and Guide standing at the foot of the bed, I flopped onto it. I immediately felt like I was teleported to some heavenly realm full of warmth and softness. This, oh, this is so much better than the floor, I said, while climbing the rest of the way up onto the bed until my head reached the pillows. The bed was nowhere near as comfortable as the ones I experienced back on Earth, but it was infinitely better than sleeping on the floor. As for Guide, she chuckled and said, <laughs> You look so content. Is it that comfy? All I could do was give her a thumbs up to answer her question. And it's all right if I join you, right? It took a bit more courage to answer her that time, but I still gave her another thumbs up. Guide climbed up onto the bed next to me as soon as she had my answer, sitting on her knees atop the mattress. <laughs> I... I can see why you wanted this so badly. It's already better than the floor and chairs. I nodded and said, Right? See, now you understand. You just can't beat a proper bed. And this isn't even as comfy as they get. Someday, I'll make us the comfiest bed in the... Wait. Hmm? What? I'm a fool. There was another boss. Not the one that came next after the Watcher, either. There was an optional boss that was technically the weakest boss in the game. Most people fought it first due to how easy it was to summon. Despite that, it wasn't really considered the game's first boss due to it not being implemented until later on in the game's life. The Watcher always remained seen as the game's real first boss. And the optional boss that came before the Watcher was none other than the Slime Monarch. The Slime Monarch was just a giant slime with a crown on the top of its body. It was a really easy fight, as long as somebody knew how to run backwards in a straight line. Mods made the fight slightly more difficult, but nothing crazy. And with Mimic, defeating the Slime Monarch would be extremely easy. But, there was one reason, and one reason alone, why I wanted to fight the boss so badly all of a sudden. It was for the boss's special drop, the Slime Shaper. The Slime Shaper was a special station used for crafting that dropped from the Slime Monarch. It allowed the creation of slime-based furniture and building blocks. That meant I could make a slime bed. Think, guide! I shouted, shooting up from the bed to grab her by her shoulders, staring directly into her eyes. What am I thinking about? Guide asked. A slime bed! Just think about how much more comfortable that would be! People who like stiff beds would probably hate it, but I've always been a shameless slut for all things soft! I want the softest bed possible! 
Did, did did you just call yourself a shameless slut? Yes, don't question it. It's a figure of speech. The point is that I really, really love soft things. And I really want a super soft bed. That means I have to go kill a boss so that I can make a... Before I could even finish talking, Guide grabbed me by my shoulders and pushed me down against the bed, straddling my waist to keep me pinned down underneath her. No, Guide said. You need to rest. I already gave in once, letting you go to the cave so you could make this bed. Now you're going to stay here, rest in this bed, and get spoiled by me. I gulped and nodded. Oh, all right. I, I wasn't thinking of doing it until later, but... Besides... Guide cut me off again, grabbing my left hand and bringing it up to her chest. You already have something soft to touch if you want. I know I might not look cute or anything, but I think I'm pretty soft. And with that, she brought my hand against her chest, planting my palm right against her breast. See? You don't need to think about any other softness. Guide teased. Maybe it was because of my pride as a man, but I felt challenged. She was pinning me down, sitting on top of me controlling where I touched and when. That was why, instead of just submitting and letting her get away with whatever she wanted, I said, I don't know, all I feel is shirt and bra. They're not that soft. I shut up as soon as she started unbuttoning her shirt, exposing her chest to me, and then found myself pretty speechless when she slid my hand underneath her bra for a more direct touch. Sorry, what were you saying? That smug smirk on her face as she looked down at me made me feel many, many things. Yet all I could say was, this, this softness definitely wins. I thought so. Things escalated pretty quickly. Within just a few minutes of me and Guide being on the bed, that evolved to me groping her breasts, and then that evolved into the two of us making out on the bed. Though, it felt like she was the one making out with me more than anything else. After all, she was the one who had me completely pinned down underneath her. She straddled my waist, pinned my free hand down against the mattress above my head, and was in complete control of our making out. It only stopped when she wanted it to stop, and the only reason she ever wanted to stop was so that she could look down at whatever expression she left me with. I felt like I was a toy being played with by her, and it was great. A bit emasculating, but also extremely arousing. I think I have to ask it again, Guide said. But... Is this me spoiling you, or is it me spoiling myself? Why? Oh, why not both? I asked. I suppose it would be both of us. But I wonder which one of us is feeling even more spoiled right now. Where did you even learn any of this? Guide shrugged and smiled. I'm just doing what feels right. The more I tease you and play with your body, the happier I feel. And seeing you enjoy it makes me even happier. I had to admit that the way she phrased things made me extremely happy. Happy, even, to the point that I had to look away. 
and that caused Guide to completely stop her teasing behavior. Instead, gently resting one hand between my cheek and the mattress, while her other hand stroked through the hair on the back of my head. What's wrong? Did I say something bad? Do you... do you not like this? Shit. I felt myself getting emotional, and I really didn't want to look lame in front of her. It's... it's nothing. Player, please don't lie to me. If I'm doing something wrong, I want to know. You're not, I promise. If anything, you're doing everything so right that it hurts. It... it hurts? It's just... My whole life, I've wanted somebody to treat me like this, but nobody ever has. It's always been me trying to make everybody else happy. So when you talk about how happy it makes you to make me happy, it it brings a lot of things to the surface. Do you want to talk about it? Nah, I don't want to bother you with the details. Plus, it would ruin the mood. Then again, I guess I've probably already done that. You haven't ruined anything. Guide turned my head to look at her again. And you could never bother me. So please, if it would make you feel better, you can talk to me about anything you want, whenever you want. I considered her offer, took a deep breath, and shook my head as much as I could with her holding it. I I promise to vent to you sometime in the future, but not right now. For now, just keep being cool and spoil me some more. Guide smiled and nodded. I can do that. But you might have to excuse what I'm about to do. It could be considered very manipulative after what you just told me. What do you mean by that? Guide leaned farther up my body bringing her head right down to the side of my own so that her mouth was in front of my ear and whispered, You make me happy, player. Ah, I thought. Fuck, I see where she's taking this. You've been trying your absolute best ever since you arrived here. In a world where I'm supposed to be the one with the answers who guides you, you have been the one serving as my guide and my light in the dark. No matter, as long as you're here, I feel safe and know that everything will be fine. Yep, as lame as it felt too, she made me tear up. Not only that, but every day with you has been enjoyable. I had no idea that it was possible to enjoy life this much. Even if we don't have much and have to fight for the right to survive, I've enjoyed all of my time in this life with you. And I hope that it never ends. She was too good at spoiling me. No matter what happens, I want to be here for you. I want to always be somebody who you can rely on. Even though I can't do much, I would be happy to always do this for you. To make you understand just how much I appreciate and cherish you. It... It might sound too soon to say something like this, but... You're the most important person in the world to me. And it's not just because you're the only other person in the world right now. That part made us both laugh a little. I know within my heart that even if there was somebody else, I would still choose you. 
I would choose you every time, no matter what. I... I really don't deserve all that, I said. You do. Why do you like me so much? I might not know much, but I do know that this feeling doesn't need a reason. And even then, I have reasons I could give you. You work hard. You care about those around you. You have a determined spirit. You're capable and smart, kind and funny. And also, this one might be more selfish, but what can I say? You're my type. She gave my earlobe a little bite after that part, which caused my entire body to shiver in response. I love looking at you as much as I love spending time with you. To me, you're perfect, player. Everything about you is perfect. I would not change a single thing about you. Being with you makes me happy. And I want to do everything I can to make you happy. That, player, is why I love... Guide's whole body tensed up and trembled as what sounded like an almost pained gasp left her mouth. When I looked at her, she was making the same expression she made when I tried to get her to follow me before. Guide? What's wrong? I asked, getting out from underneath her so she could rest on the bed as I held her. I'm... I'm fine. Guide answered. Let me try again. She looked straight into my eyes and, as quickly as she could, said, I lo- And once again she froze and trembled. Guide? Seriously, what's wrong? I asked. Guide, with tears in her eyes, groaned out and whined. Damn it! The moment got ruined! I was giving it my all to build up to the perfect confession and it won't let me say it! Are you... Are you trying to say that you love me? Guide whimpered and nodded, her cool act having completely dropped as she instead looked into my eyes with an expression that made me think of a sad puppy. But it won't let me. I get stopped each time I try. I want to say that I love. Surely enough, she got stopped again, causing her to bury her face into the pillow as she kicked her legs against the mattress. She looked like she was throwing a temper tantrum, and it was adorable. Why can't I say it? Guide whined out against the pillow, still kicking her feet against the mattress. I think I know, I answered. Similar to how you can't follow me yet until I unlock you as a companion, I'm assuming that you can't say you love me until I unlock you as a... wife. Because in the original game, nobody ever says... I love you until the wedding. Fine, then let's get married, right now. I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't get to tell you that I love- And yet again, she got frozen, which only made her grumble and whine even more. It's- it's not that easy. I had to try my best not to blush too much. After all, she just said she wanted to marry me, and there was no way I could ever say no after everything she just said to me even if we only really knew each other for a few days. She was already wife material before that spoiling, but hearing all of that firmly pushed her into I need to make her my wife territory. 
First, NPC marriage isn't possible until a wedding chapel has been built. And that can only be built after the priest moves in. And the priest only moves in once we have an actual town. And founding an actual town requires clearing the dungeon to get the dungeon core and turn it into a town core. Guide, looking me in the eyes during my explanation, looked increasingly more dead inside the longer it went on for. Then I have to wait. Until then, just to say that I love... Each time she got stopped from saying it, she'd end up with her face back down against the pillows as she kicked the mattress. It's not fair! Guide whined against the pillow. Ugh, I was being so cool. Now it's been ruined. I've been waiting for the perfect moment to say it, and then that moment finally came and I can't even say it! Well, I mean... I paused and scratched my cheek. Just knowing that you're trying to say it is enough to get the point across. I I still received your feelings, you know? It's not the same. I need to say it properly. Then all I have to do is clear the dungeon and- That's dangerous! I don't want you to be put in even more danger! I'm gonna have to do it eventually. Guide grumbled even more, and hearing all of her whining and grumbling gave me an idea. It was a pretty sadistic idea, though. Hey. Guide, look at me, I said. Guide, with tears in her eyes, lifted her head away from the pillow and looked me in the eyes. I love you. Guide teared up as soon as she heard those words, and she started to smile, but that smile turned into an angry pout pretty quickly. No, that's... That's not allowed. There's no way that's fair. You're not allowed to say it until I'm allowed to say it. Don't you dare say- I love you. You too. I love- And again, frozen. I love you, guide. I teased. But that was as far as my teasing went. Because I then found myself pinned back down against the bed. And now, she had her hand pressed down over my mouth to shut me up. You- You've had your fun. Now, if- if I can't say it, then then I'll prove it in another way. A way that will let me show you just how cool and capable I am. With that, Guide brought her hand away from my mouth and slowly slid herself down my body until her crotch was right over my own. But they weren't touching yet. How, how about this? I, I could still do this. Guide lowered herself until her crotch pressed down against the bulge in my pants. And then she froze and rolled off of me, falling into the bed next to me. There was no more emotion in her eyes. She was officially dead inside. You... You all right? I asked. Hearing that only made her eyes tear up again. I guess... Because you can make an NPC kid after you get married, maybe to try and keep progression the same, the world won't allow you to do that until we're married either. The tears forming in her eyes grew even bigger. If simply bringing our crotches together with that intent was enough to trigger the world into forcing her to stop, then it wouldn't matter even if I was the one to take control and try to make it happen. However. There was no problem getting lewd when it came to me groping her chest. 
if that was the case, then just because we can't do that doesn't mean we can't do other things, I said. Some life finally returned to Guide's eyes as she asked, Like, like what? What else is there to do? You could try using your hands or or your mouth. That's a thing? She blinked a couple of times. Do people do that? Apparently, Guide only knew about the most basic vanilla form of sex. If that was the case, then it was time to introduce her to a whole new world of possibilities. There are a ton of different things adults can do to pleasure each other, I said. Humans have basically sexualized every single part of the body, for both sexes. Guide looked genuinely impressed as I explained, nodding along every few words. I see. And since the world was letting me grope you before, then I'm assuming it's still possible for us to do those other things. We're just not able to do anything that might result in, you know, you getting pregnant. That's unfortunate. But as long as I can still pleasure you in other ways. What What? what do you mean that's unfortunate? Guide turned her head away and said, Well, if I'm fine with marrying you and doing all that with you, then it should be obvious I'd be fine with having your kid. It's too cute how you always jump back and forth between being cool and in charge and cute and flustered. Apparently what I said was a challenge to her, since she smirked at me and climbed between my legs, pushing me down by placing a hand against my chest, while her other hand rubbed down against my bulge. Looks like you were right. We might not be able to do what I originally planned, but I could still touch you with the rest of my body. With that, Guide lowered her head until it was right in front of my crotch. Her eyes looking up at my face as she slipped her hands underneath my pants to pull them down, only for her eyes to go wide in shock. And because the torch on the wall was above the head of the bed, it was in the perfect position to cast a shadow running up the middle of Guide's face as her eyes looked the shadow's source up and down. This... Is is this... Is this real? Guide asked, suddenly failing to act cool. Possibly the cutest thing I'd ever seen happened next. It throbbed, and that caused Guide to jump and close her eyes. Guide was impossibly cute at times. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of Uncharted Territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of uncharted territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, tweet at us at utpod-we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.